Hello and welcome to this week's This Club Is My Club right here on North Manchester 106.6 FM. I'm your host Cockers and later in the show we'll be finding out how the women's team fared in their FA Cup tie with Mersey Rail from Sunday. But before that it's to the men's team and on Saturday afternoon FC United hosted Warrington Rylands in the league. And to find out now how the Reds got on let's hand over to the FC Live team at Broadhurst Park. Well, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to SC Live, brought to you by ConstructedCody.com, and you lovely people, the armchair army, and you join us here, pitch side, about an hour and 15 minutes before kickoff, with a diagonal pitch. It's been cut diagonally. I like it. It's, I didn't notice that. Yeah. It's, been, it's, it's Obviously, a very busy week coming up here for the Broadhurst Park groundsman, and it all starts today with SC United against Warrington Rylands. Woodsell's with us. Hello, Hello. Woodsell. Hello. I was, I was mime when you were saying all that stuff. It was like yeah. top of the pops. Don't make good radio. Yeah, all but, the hits. You know, um, so first game up in this part oh, of uh, oh, what well, we've got. We've got this game today. We've got the women's FA Cup tomorrow. We've got Phoenix Trophy on Tuesday, and we've got Gaines Trinity on Saturday. It's all happening. Starts with Warrington. Tough game. Well, uh, it is, but they're a, they're a funny side. High scoring. They're high scoring, but they're also high conceding in some games. It's like they, they came into the season with high hopes, and then they didn't seem to grasp it at the start of the season they had some poor results and then they've, they've picked up a little bit I've just heard you talking to Neil there and obviously they've got the leading scorer by this point I was hoping it was going to be snapped up by Macclesfield but unfortunately he's still here just for reference what that relates to is the previous manager David Nab has now been appointed at Macclesfield, Macclesfield so but, I was, I was yeah. hoping he was going to sign him at Dolan they signed Mansat yesterday so another one he, he likes to play against us as an old player and score against us it's going to be a tough one we know that I mean, Neil just said it's an open, it's, it might be an open game. That might suit us. We like open games. We don't, we don't like tight ones because no. we don't seem to <laughs> play around teams very well. Um, yeah, let's see what let's see what happens. I mean, you know, we we we've just got to keep that momentum going. And uh, just touching upon, um, obviously, we'll hear from Neil in a second. Spoilers. It's not your fault. I've recorded the Neil interview before you. And I always listen. Yeah, I always listen. Yeah, yeah. You're actually starting the show and Neil follows. It's all confusing. It's the magic of radio and all that. But we'll, we'll hear from Neil in a second. I've looked at the league table. Mm-hmm. There's not many games now in hand with those teams around us, and we still find ourselves second in the league table. We're joint top technically, yeah. but yeah. Well, no, well Hyde have got three points. Of course, yeah, yeah, because yeah. he won. They won exactly, the Hyde, Hyde winning midweek against South Shields, which was a turn up for the books. Yeah, I mean, I won't refer to the interview that's coming on that I've just heard. Yeah, spoilers, uh, spoilers. Um, but he was right. <laughs> you know, you look at it, and you think, oh, you know, do we want to draw there? But actually, long term, you can't see Shields being down there. And if they do get a run. It's potentially curtains for us all then. So I suppose Hyde winning and going three points clear probably wasn't disaster it might have been on paper because... I mean, do we have to start to... I mean, Hyde are a good team. Everyone says South Shields, but you look at the league table and you think to yourself, well, Hyde are there, Radcliffe are there, Matlock are there, there. Gainsborough's there, there. playing yeah, Gainsborough next Saturday, yeah, we're, yeah, there. Yeah, we're there. Yeah, we're in, we're, we're coming up to the middle of November. It's Christmas, yeah, you're, you're right, and... and... So we'd have to take everyone. It might be slightly <laughs> skewed by the fact that Shields have got four and five games and on still on some teams. Mm-hmm. But you've got to win them. Is it four now? Yeah, three on some. Yeah. Might, might still be four and one four and two. And but yeah, yeah. You've got to win them though. They've got to win them, and that's yeah, that's their problem, not ours. We just keep going. I mean, like I said, I said the momentum. I mean, obviously we won last week. I thought we were first half. We should. I mean, we said it half time. First half we should have been really a bit out of sight. I think. We didn't make the most of their goalkeeper being we off. We dug him. out a win, though. And we dug out a win, and, and you know, and which I, I, I appreciate at this point. It's, it's a proper FC yes. cliche, but that on other occasions, in other seasons, we'd have lost yeah, that game last exactly. week. We could have keep it going, you know. After guys, we had we had a run. Then obviously that came to an end at guys. Like you've got to start it again. We've done all right You're keeping it going. We've managed the cup. We've got Europe coming, so start another run, which we've done, and keep it going. Well, Woodsell, a big thank you for joining us pre-match, but it's now time for. The return of the FC United manager. Here's Neil Reynolds. Well, Neil, a big thank you for joining us uh, pre-match. Uh, back to action after last week's match against Staley Bridge, also in the league. Uh, how's training been this week? Yeah, really good. You know, back-to-back training sessions. I, I just uh, got a text from the from the chair this morning to say it feels like a long time. You know, when we're not playing midweek, but I just responded saying that there's no better feeling for a manager to get on the training pitch twice a week, and the lads have done brilliant. You know, there's been a real bounce after a, you know another win last week, and, and training's been really good in preparation for a, you know really talented rallying side today. I'm asking you this question because I'm, I'm excited to learn the answer as well. Um, how are we shaping up fitness-wise? 
everyone's back apart from Vincent. Good. So, uh, yeah, Vinny will be back next week. Uh, Donald's has come through training. He won't make the start 11 today. You know, we don't want to rush him back. We're not going to make that mistake again. But if we can get half an hour into his legs and then over the next two weeks, get him up to full fitness. So, Gribbin's back today. You know, so it's good. So, it's been... You know, it's been a welcome headache. It's not nice leaving people out of the squad the night before and, and young guy Hall and Tavonga have missed out today. Uh, but that's the, you know, that's the, the pressure to the manager. That's what we get paid for. And, you know, hopefully the, the lads on the show can go and do the business today. There is also a match on Tuesday, isn't there? So I'm, I'm imagining you'll be mixing things up a bit. Yeah, I've said, you know, that there's also going to be a trialist who's going to play on, on Tuesday night, uh, who's trained with us for the last couple of weeks. But it, it is only right that over the next two weeks we've got four games. Uh, you know, looking at the Gainsborough and Withinshaw and, you know, uh, the, the European adventure on Tuesday night and today. So everyone's going to get minutes. And I've said that to the squad you know, over the course of the season. You know, some people will play more minutes than others, but what will guarantee is that that squad of 19, 20 will all play a part in what we achieve this season. What's your thoughts on Warrington Rylands? Uh, they had a bit of a, a mini slump, but they're, they're back to winning ways now, aren't they? So yeah, They're a talented outfit. You know, they've, they've got obviously, you know, good backing. You know, new management team. But, you know, they're going to come here with a bounce like everybody. You know, I'm just listening to comments. Oh, look at this place. This is excellent. And I think when you, you know, play at Rylands each week and then you turn up, you know, there's always a there's always a big difference. And, you know, it's everyone's cup final. So I've got no doubt that the bigger players will, will want to show up. But but we know we've got a good mentality in that dressing room that we know what we've got to do today. Uh, you know, we've got to stop their offensive flair. And they've got a lot of it. You know, a lot of it. You know, you've got the two leading goal scorers going head-to-head today in, in Riggs and Dolan. So, you know, one thing for sure, uh, neither of them will score probably because that's what usually happens. So, <laughs> my money's on nil, nil, nil. <laughs> so no, you'd like to think there's going to be goals in the game, uh, but yeah, and, and I think two attacking football sides. But you know, looking at them, they're a big side. Uh, they brought a few new lads in, so they're going to come here. They'll want to prove a point. You know, we, we're second in the league. So, uh, but no, I hope I hope that it's a good game. I'm, I'm also hoping that we can break the 2,000 mark today, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty confident. You know, I've told everyone now this week. I think there's a, I think there's a buzz in the air. I think United playing tomorrow as well, and and us not playing at home for a long time in the league since Lancaster. I think the people will come through the gates today. And just looking at the league table as well, um, teams have been steadily creeping up with the games played, and well, we're, we're almost all square, aren't we? Yeah. With games played, and, and here we are in the player positions. And, and that's what I wanted. You know, Nigel mm-hmm. Kipman said to me on uh, Tuesday, "What results do you want? I want, I want Hyde to win." I said, "Not a draw." I said, "No, I want Hyde to win," because over the course of the season, I think Shields will get stronger. Uh, but if they don't claw back the points and, the, and, and with the games that they've got, then then you know it's all to play for. But you know we talked to that playoff position. You know whether or not it's second or or fifth, wherever it will be, I think it'll be a tight. Uh, struggle to whoever gets in there. Like I said, I think there's 15 teams that could still get in there. But we're not also ruling out the top spot either. You know, this season, you know, I said it, uh, I said it yesterday that, that someone annoyed me. You know, last week saying that the the, the league was poor. And I, I'd argue back, I said, no, completely opposite. The league is really good. And that's why people are beating people, because only five, six years ago, there was teams getting beat 7-8-0 mm-hmm. a week. And you haven't got that now. You haven't got it. The league is so good with ambitious chair people in charge, ambitious players, management teams, and it's a good league. So we can't take anything for granted. And we know that this will be one of our hardest games of the season today. So if we underperform, we'll get nothing. Uh, if we perform, we've got a chance of getting something. Well, Neil, big thank you for joining us pre-match and uh, all the best this afternoon. Cheers, Ben. Welcome back to SC Live, brought to you by ConstructiveCoding.com and you lovely people, the Armchair Army. And you join us here at Broadhurst Park as FC United take on Warrington Rylands this afternoon. And joining me for a little pre-match chat now, we should be joined by the welcome returner, Mr Tato Paul. Hello, Paul. Good afternoon. So, Paul, thoughts for today's game? Uh, it's the, the two big goal scorers going head-to-head. Yeah, we've been talking about this for some weeks. We've seen Dolan and Linney banging the goals and uh, now they're on the same pitch and it's a shootout suddenly. Which means, of course, both of them will draw blanks today. Nil-nil. Is that a prediction? Yeah. Yeah. Um, FC United obviously coming into this game second in the league table, still second, Paul. And more importantly, Hyde United have gone three points ahead of us in the league table. But I think the general consensus is good because they beat South Shields on Tuesday night. Yeah, I think, I think for us to stay in the playoff spots is the key for the rest of the season. I don't think chasing the title is possibly our, our, our goal. I think it's staying in those playoffs. Now, here's the thing, Paul. Is that true? Because everyone says, oh, South Shields are the team to, to beat. But we're in the middle of November. Hyde are top of the table. We're in second. Gainsborough in third. Marine, Radcliffe, Matlock. When do we start thinking, oh, you know what? This, this, this is, could be a title race if we're not careful. Do you want the honest answer to that question? Yeah, if it's broadcastable. <laughs> it's on this pitch. Results on this pitch. Now, That's the question. Here's the other question, Paul, because it's, 
I, I nearly made this mistake on the MPL show this week. I had to correct myself. I was about to say FC United's home form is not great. That's not true. What I should have said was our Saturday home form is not great. And when I say not great, I mean terrible. Yes. I think we've, we've already touched on that as well. Uh, we just Any other day of the week bar Saturday at Broadhurst, we're fine. But for some reason, we come here on a Saturday afternoon and we just don't get results. Why is that, Paul? I don't know. I looked at last season and, and for the first part of the season, it, that was following the trend. Then we got our act together on Saturdays and started winning. Let's hope we do that very soon because it'll derail any chances of keeping up with the leaders if we don't. And uh, just touching upon how we line up heading into this game, I'm quite optimistic after Saturday's match at Staley Bridge. That game last year, we would have lost. And did. And did, yeah, <laughs> in a big way. But yeah. this time, I think there's something a bit different about that result and think, performance on Saturday last week. I think if you're looking for the positives... I am. We, we were quite solid defensively when we were under siege in the last 20 minutes or so. Um, and we did hang on, which we've not been able to do very often in the past. So you can say that we didn't play great last week, but we still got three points, which is a good habit to get into. What we can also say about last week is um, I've watched I've watched it back. Not sure it was a penalty, you know. Well, I think it was suspicious on the t- at the time, but um, certainly uh, Renault commented on it post match and said he had his doubts. Yeah, uh, looking back, um, I-, I think they were fortunate with that penalty. And when you're tying as well that Lavacum dived the wrong way, he didn't follow his instructions. It was actually a good performance all round. It would yeah. have been anyway. Yeah. Um, Warrington Marlins this afternoon. What should we What should we know? Well, if we go back four years, they were playing in the Cheshire League. So it's quite a meteoric rise. Helped with a bit of finance um, in the background, of course, which has enabled them to uh, sign players of the calibre of Aaron Morris, who, who of course, is injured at the moment. But they've still got a very strong-looking side. They've had a mixed bag of results, I think, in recent weeks. But they're beginning to pick up a bit. We did did notice when they came out that they're quite a strong-looking side physically. But um, uh, they've got some quality players. Uh, Harry Pratt up front. For instance, very handy player. We, he was at FC briefly. Uh, they've all got another former FC player, of course, uh, in the squad, uh, who's not featuring by the look of it. Oh, he is on the bench, Sean Cook. Yeah, Sean Cook, yeah. He was at Nantwich with yeah. his dad. Dean Furman, the captain, he's won 58 caps for South Africa. That's unusual in non-league football to get somebody like that in that the That calibre, side. yeah, absolutely. Um, Vassallo as well, we've seen in the past. Yeah. His yeah. name rings a bell. Um, and Duxbury, of course. I mean, when it comes to FC United, we've obviously been playing... I mean, I go back to the Geisler game. We're playing with, with a kind of makeshift team in that game. And, and we've not yeah. got our full lineup out. And yet, minus the Geisley result, we've been stringing the results together. And I think we've been pretty good. How encouraged should we be the fact that Neil... Well, Donahue's on the bench. That's good. Vincent was warming up before. He's obviously not made the squad today. But he's hopefully he'll be back in the next week. We're starting to get players back as, as well, well as having continuing the run. Um, De Grouchy and Gribbin start today, which they didn't do last week. That's a, that's a, that strengthens the side quite considerably, I think. We're getting back a little bit more to the side we had, say, four weeks ago when we were on, on a good run and yeah. getting, getting wins aplenty. I think we've stuttered a little bit uh, in recent weeks, but looking at the side out today, it's difficult to improve it. I mean, all right, Palinkas has got a case, I think. Possibly for a place, uh, certainly. Is it interesting as well that on the bench we've got McCarthy and Rodwell Grant, the pair of them on the bench, obviously started last week. It didn't work, I don't think, that, it, that, that playing three up front no, in the way we did. Because we ended up just playing it long. Yeah. And that doesn't really suit us too, too much, I think. I think what he's looking at there, he's going back to his, his normal plan of starting with one up front and then adding to it late in the game to, to kind of up the ante. And how much of a pat on the back is the fact that Gabidon starts again? Well, Gabidon has earned his place in recent weeks. Um, and he couldn't say that when he first started playing for the club. But I think he's improved. He's improved significantly. And he got his first goal last week, albeit from a corner. It was a good corner. Um, so, just to say, there has been an early kickoff. Hyde United are taking on Matlock. It's a two o'clock kickoff at Ewan Fields. Matlock are 1 0 up. Yeah, well, obviously that does us no harm at all. Matlock are in seventh. Any, any kind of good result for Matlock opens the door for us this afternoon to go back on top. Just to finish things off and before we hand over to the commentary team for, for this afternoon's game, uh, good news by the way, I'm not commentating today, which 
Yeah, all right, don't cheer, Roy. Unbelievable. <laughs> don't rub it in. I thought we were, thought we were good last week. Um, they're not a one-man team, but Callum Dolan is the, is the one to watch, and they're probably saying the same thing about Regan Linney, in all fairness. I think that's a fair comment from both points of view. Um, you've got two very lethal players on the pitch, and if the supply is right for Regan Linney this afternoon, I'm pretty sure he'll do the business. Like I said, nil-nil is my prediction. Um, one other thing, it's, <laughs> yes. it's Michael Donoghue's 25th birthday. Happy birthday, Michael Donoghue. So if he comes on as a sub. And like we said, he is on the bench today, yeah. which is, is great stuff. How much as well, we have to factor in the facts, you know, the Phoenix Trophies on Tuesday, we've got Gainsborough next week. I mean, this is this is a big set of matches coming up for FC United. I would have thought on Tuesday he's going to give players game time that haven't got it this week either today or... Because he's on the stage now. Where, I mean, there's yeah. players like Guy Hall who, yeah. who aren't even in the squad. So. Hall and Palinkas must be starters on Tuesday, I think. Anybody who's carrying a knot will probably be left out. You can't take any risks with the league games. And, of course, we'll have full commentary available of the Phoenix Trophy game against Brethren on Tuesday night, as well, of course, as tomorrow's match in the Women's FA Cup. I mean, that's that's a big deal against uh, Merseyvale in the first round. And, of course, we'll be back here next Saturday for FC United against Gainsborough Trinity. But... To the here and now, this is SC Live, brought to you by ConstructiveCoding.com and you lovely people, the Armchair Army. And it's now time to hand over to our expert commentary team for this afternoon's game, FC United against Warrington Islands. It's Stato Paul, Roy Sewell and the return of Mr James Quinn. Now Duxbury, firm and nice ball at left-hand side. Cross in, nice Ooh. cross taken on his chest by Jones there and uh, Potts nods it forward, could only go as far as uh, McCourt, who shoots corner ball. What a cracking 30-yard shot that was off the court, right in the top 90 on the right-hand side of Lavacombe, but uh, he pulled off a great two-handed save rather than one-handed save. That's a, quite a fierce back pass there, the keeper oh. in trouble, and then, no chance of coming on, oh, oh he puts it wide, very sharp back pass, too strong for Torrance to control, Linney couldn't quite get on the end of it, oh. came out to... John Ty Gabidon, who had a chance that he, I don't know, does he take a moment, another touch, or does he just control the shot better, Roy? But it was a golden opportunity. All he had to do was pass that in between the goalpost on the right-hand side. Of the keeper. Of the keeper, and it was just, he could have rolled it in. Played forward, Vasalo picks it up towards the 18-yard line, Vasalo. Now Dolan! Dolan versus Lavacum, brave from Lavacum. He gets there, it was 50-50, and Lavacum got there just in time, and very sportingly there, Callum Dolan just checks that Lavacum is OK, which he is. And now not forward, Leach Smith into the box. Leach Smith, can he control it? He flicks it over Lavacum's head, and Lavacum gets a hand to it, falling backwards, gets a strong right hand, tips it over the bar. And so close for Warrington Rylands, and Lavacombe has been the difference. You have to say he's made three excellent saves. That probably the best of the lot. Definitely a nice, great, great little flick on by Dolan initially, but there was only one shot that uh, Lee Smith had in his locker, and that was a little outside of the foot dink over the top of Lavacombe. Looked in all the way, but he got back. In comes the corner. Nodded down, picked up by Dolan, still in the box, left flank. Dolan brings it into the byline. Dolan, low crossing. Leach Smith can't get it out from under his feet. Gabin on with a half clearance. Picked up by McCourt. McCourt plays it out to the right-hand side. Warrington Rylands looking to open the scoring. Nice ball in there. Jones with a header. FC under the cosh. Ennis played by Armstrong. It's a really awkward height for him. Armstrong has to just clear his lines. Dolan resetting the ball so in my opinion I think he's the one that's going to have a little curl for them uh, top 90s it is oh. it the bar and Lavacombe was stuck to the spot there I, I judged it perfectly pick what you will but that was a lovely effort from uh, Dolan and it hit the bar and then spun out for a goal kick and the ball is cleared eventually there by Edgerton nodded by Armstrong picked up second ball Gribbin on the turn, Gribbin, chance to give it to Donahue, to his right, Donahue, oh, who you'd almost have put your shirt on, don't know if he got a bobble, but slices it wide, played forward now for Linney to run on to, Linney, he needs help in the run, Linney into the box, left footed shot, He passed it <laughs> into the 
into the far corner to the keeper's right. And that is a little bit of class, a little bit of ingenuity that you need in a deadlock game like this, Royceville. And little bit of technique over brute force and power. And that was the difference. He measured it, he caught in from the right, he looked where the keeper was, and he just guided it lovely left footed into that bottom 90 and the far post corner and he just took a, a moment a very short moment you could see him to look his spot yeah you saw him do it that was the first moment of composure we've shown in the box around the box area and he's gone one goal ahead of dolan now in the goal scoring stakes and he's been on his own throughout this afternoon up top he deserves it neil trying to thread his way through here Leach Smith gets a foot on it. Leach Smith gets it back from Neil. Tries to play it out right side. Dolan now just outside the box. Chips it over far post. Ooh. And it's just wide. It was lovely football. And it was Sean Cock who made an excellent run there to get on the end of it. But couldn't direct the header. And it went just wide. And that is as big a warning as FC can expect. That Warrington Rylands are ready to come right back. At FC, they feel they're worth at least a point here, and they're going to try and earn that. As the ball is flicked forward, Linney flicks it on. On the turn, oh, nice Go ball. On. Is it Linney again? Get it! FC United are given go! And again! And Regan Linney with a beautiful finish. And this is threatening to be a perfect game for Neil Reynolds and his men. And uh, Regan Linney. Not for the first time, the man to unpick the lock and just slide it past the keep more power this time. Roy, but great placement. FC United 2, Warrington Rylands nil. He cut in there from the right wing, spotted where the goalkeeper was. But like you say, I, I think the first goal might have been a practice run for this one. Ball is flicked forward. Nothing oh, there's silly. the box. Nothing FC silly. making a mess. Leach Smith oh, goal. Dear. FC absolute making a hash of it on their edge of their own box. And, well, I said a moment ago, Rylands would think if we can get one back, then it's a grandstand finish, exactly what we've got. Ball played right up top to uh, Dolan. All he does is sets it down for Leach Smith to come on and basically just crushed it right past... Lavacombe, Lavacombe had absolutely no chance. Right, FC United, what have you got? FC 2-1 up, they were 2-0 up a moment ago. And there are three minutes plus added time to go. Never make it easy for themselves, FC United. But uh, not great defending there from FC, good opportunism from Leach Smith. The ball is up the other end now, oh. Sean Cook. Oh, and a chance here, it's a cross, and well... Oh, and Halls gets in the way and it spins almost into the goal. Lavercombe parries it away for a corner. And the worm is turning here at Broadhurst Park as FC United cling on. Quickly taken. Corner ball into far post it goes. It's not in a cross. It's a chance. It's bubbling oh, around it. It's oh, two And FC United. Five. Sam Edgerton. Sam Edgerton. And that is a lesson in what can go wrong in football. FC United 2-0 up, and now it's Ryland will be thinking about three points, maybe. And in the space of about three minutes, Ryland's are drawn level. Now we've got to make sure that we come away with the draw. So Wallerton trying to get controllable, he can't do so. It's back now in Ryland's territory, it's chipped forward. Potts goes up for it, and now on the turn now is Pratt. Second ball now with Cook, nice ball out right-hand side. It's uh, going into the box, Dolan chips it forward, it's nodded out rather desperately by Jones. They have it back to Rylands. It's chipped into the box, Whoa. it's dangerous, it, oh, oh, it's nodded it, wide, it was a real chance for Harry Pratt. It remains to all. Goodness me, that was a chance. It was a chance, and all I'll tell you what, he should have buried that right into the net. But fortune shone on uh, FC there. 50 seconds to go of the added time. Armstrong with a throw, a longish throw, but only as far as a Warrington head. Potts tries to get on the end of it. Griffiths with a neat ball inside. Halls now. Can he find the right pass? It's time for Palinkastel. He'll think about a long ball. Oh. Linney waits, but it's well met. 
but it only as far as Linney now. Linney by the left flank of defence. Linney to the byline. Linney across. Ooh. But he plays it straight to the keeper who gratefully accepts it there. And with, what, 15 seconds of added time to go, Torrance, is he going to try and create one more throw of the dice for his team? It doesn't look as though he's in a great hurry. And there it is, the final whistle. Well, a very engaging afternoon. And FC United, well, talk about the old adage, the day you've got it cracked is the day you start to fade away. FC United took a two-goal lead. There was a real atmosphere of triumph in this stadium, but Ryland came right back at FC. There was a real mix-up at the back, which led to the first goal, and then in the end, from a corner, Warrington Ryland's uh, finding the winner, and uh, it's a share of the points, and FC squander the chance to go top. Roy Sewell. Yeah, I think through fortune and the work rate, and skills of Regan Linney, FC found themselves in a, a winning position there that they should have seen it out. But all credit to Rylands, Warrington Rylands, they kept playing their game and then they added a, a little bit of a tweak to it by sending on uh, Sean Cook, who just gave them that little bit more of thought, class, and a little bit more guile. And he, in my opinion, was the little catalyst that actually created the opportunities by his link play to get Warrington Rylands into this game. It was an opportunity that uh, FC, in my opinion, threw away. They could have been top of the league. But uh, all credit you know, to the opponents. You've got to give them a little bit of credit. They played some decent football, I'm telling you. Well, Rylands, of course particularly in the second phase of the first period, were the better side. Yeah, I mean, if it wasn't for Lavacum, they could have been 3-0 down, couldn't they? You know, FC. You've got a case of it, if someone's going to ask me who the man of the match is, I'd say, well, it's either him at the back or him up the top. You know, it's either Linney or Lavacum, one or the others. I would say uh, Linney. Uh, what about you, Paul? I don't think there's much argument, really. What I would say is it's another Saturday afternoon stumble at Broadhurst Park, and there's been too many of them for FC. FC United are third uh, this evening. That's because Gainsborough Trinity uh, it finished 2-0 against Ashton United. Just a reminder, the early kickoff, Hyde United were beaten by Matlock Town by a goal to nil. Um, Marine beat Liversidge by five goals to nil. That's your... Your top four, the fifth place team is Radcliffe. Uh, they beat uh, Geisley by four goals to two. South Shields just beat Belper Town. They were, it was nil nil at half time. South Shields did go two nil up. Belper got a goal back. Uh, but in the end, South Shields picking up uh, three points there. Uh, see South Shields up to seventh. Um, they're currently three points behind FC United with four games in hand. Let's hear from uh, Neil Reynolds. Um, how exasperating was that? Oh, James, I, you know, we were wonderfully poor in the first half. I think we made the changes uh, after 15 minutes, thought he injected a lot of life into us energy. We took a 2-0 deserved lead. The, the first goal's avoidable, but the second goal, we do a report on Rylands. We line it up in training all week. We talk about the short corners. We defend what we call defensive zone, religiously week in, week out. And three lads come out of the zone to corner in and it's a goal. And as a manager, you haven't got a controller at the side of the pitch, you know. You've got to trust the lads to do what they're doing. And they're devastated in there because they know who's come out of the zone. They don't know why they did. You know, we didn't lock onto the short corner and we throw away a 2-0 lead. And, and that is, that's criminal. It's criminal. And, and there's nothing that me, staff, fans... The bench, anyone can do about that. So I've conceded two goals from zonal marking in the last 12 months. That's three today because we come out of our zone. We do so much work on it in training. We know who goes out for the short corner and who marks the space. And that's what we mark. And we vacated the space, what we call the defensive square. And that was it. And, is it, and it is all. And is that, if you were trying to study why that, is it, is it people losing concentration under yeah. pressure? Yeah. 
they, they, they've got one back, then it's... It's not being brave. It's not being brave. I talk about bravery all the time. People think, when I say bravery, I mean go and have a fight with somebody. Or that, That's not bravery. Bravery on taking instructions. Bravery with your recovery runs off the ball. Bravery with your shape. Bravery with your passing. And and listen, we're stood here devastated. You know, two all, probably to the neutral, a great game of football. But to a manager, that's, that is... That's... That feels like a defeat. Um, but Ryland's a team that came with intent. How much credit do you give them? On the fantastic side, I said in my interviews leading up to it, they're in a false position. They're, a, you know, doling up front. You know, they're always going to be a threat. Uh, I just think we nullified him. I think for half an hour in that second half, the way we got Donahue, Gribbin, Wollerton, Linney on the ball, Potson, Griffey started orchestrating it in midfield, which they didn't first half. I, I, I could only see us scoring, and then we went, and then we go two, and, and that's it. Game set and match. It's, it's done. It's done. The, the, the substitution should work as a manager. You get, a, you know, you, you, the lads get a pat on the back, and and away you go. You win the game, but then you stand there and, and we undo everything we've just done, and and we can see two two really really poor goals. It seems kind of some somewhat in a curious way sums up the way this division is going, though, isn't it? You know. Yeah, and, I, and you know what? I thought Halls and Jones were both superb today. I thought they were absolutely superb. Everything that they did, and to not get a clean sheet, and Lavakum was excellent. It, it's just. You know, it's a, it's a crazy game, football, and, and emotions go up and down. And you know, we we did enough. We carried out the game plan. We did enough. We should have won the game. And let's just mention Dan Lavercombe as we often do. Three excellent saves first off, particularly the one just before the break where Leach Smith did a lovely chip, and he somehow yeah, got his on retreat. He's lift. back to his best. He's back to his best. I said, I keep saying it. I think Stanway coming in has given him that much-needed lift that, that that we were looking for. He's come back. He's been excellent, but. You know, as 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 defenders, as goalkeepers, you know they're going to be gutted because yeah, we haven't won the game, but they, they hate you know conceding goals. And when when you concede goals in the manner we have done, you know Dan's performance, Dan's performance first half was excellent. And I said at half time, I, I tapped four lads on the head, Lavakum, Linney, Jones, and Halls, and I said you guys have come out of the first half with some credit. The rest of you, and we talked about it. Second half, thought they all did, but you know we've done what we needed to do, and we haven't won the game. So anyway, looking forward, um, Phoenix Trophy on Tuesday. Chance to look, see any footage? Yeah, I've seen a bit, yeah. You know, confident. Seen a bit. Yeah, confident. You know, a game that gives us a chance to, to play uh, lads who haven't had minutes, and that's what we'll be doing. Obviously, the Phoenix Trophy is, is, is amazing. For everyone connected to the club last season, we'll never, you know, we'll always live long in the memory, but, you know, we, we've got we've to rally and get the points in the league, and, you know, there'll be more ups and downs, but, you know, we're looking forward to Tuesday night. You're always a bit despondent after a defeat. That's what I was there, after a draw. <laughs> Felt like, Felt a, like defeat. a defeat after a draw. And uh, but no, we'll look forward to it. You know, they're coming over, they're travelling over. They'll, they'll they'll love playing here. Hopefully, the fans come out and support the competition. And you know, we, we put that one to bed, and then we train Thursday and get ready next Saturday. FC United manager Neil Reynolds speaking after his side's two-two draw with Warrington Rylands from Saturday. And the Reds return to action on Tuesday evening this week as FC begin their defence of the Phoenix Trophy when Belgium side KSK Beveren visit Broadhurst Park. Admission on Tuesday night will be pay on the gate with a 7.45pm kickoff. But as always, if you cannot make the game, then have no fear. The FC Live team are here. They'll be going to air live from 7.30pm on Tuesday evening. While there will also be a live stream of the game available via the Phoenix Trophy YouTube channel as well. To the women's team now and on Sunday afternoon FC United hosted Mersey Rail in the first round of the FA Cup. To hear now how the Reds got on, let's hand over to Ben and Paul at Broadhurst Park. Well good afternoon everyone and welcome to Women's Team Live, an FA Cup special this afternoon as it's the first round of the FA Cup. FC United taking on Mersey Rail and uh, the hope is we can make it through to the second round, something FC United have never done before. And joining me here to hopefully commentate on this historic occasion, it's a welcome back to my compadre on Women's Team Live, Stato Paul. Hello, Paul. Good afternoon. So, what should we know about this afternoon's game? Well, Mersey Rail are a division above us. They were promoted last season as champions. At the same time, we were relegated, so we didn't play them last season. We've skipped them. They've not had a great start to the season, We've been playing them since 2016, well, 2015, and we've won six and lost three. I thought our record wasn't as good as that until I checked it. It wasn't to begin with, with Merseyrail Bootle. We had mm. some, they were always our uh, bogey team. Uh, we, we were always doing well in, in league and cup competitions, but somehow Merseyrail Bootle, as it was known at the time, yeah. always had the hoodoo over us, didn't they? Um, and, and I think we learned to 
to deal with them towards the end of our stint yeah. and uh, our last stint at this uh, level we're at, at the moment. Of, of those results, there was two defeats in the same season where we had a player sent off. Uh, Chloe Wilde was sent off here when we played them on the, on the 3G and we lost 5-1. And then Kirsty was sent off in the return game at Bootle where we lost 1-0 to a contested goal. Um, there was another fractious game which finished 4 all at Mersey Rail a few years ago where we were leading 4-1 but ended up with eight players. Uh, I remember that. We commented on that game. And even the manager was sent off. Yes. Um, So that was like a a very difficult afternoon. But in all, uh, apart from that 5-1 defeat where we we were down to 10 men early in the second half, we'd beaten them at home fairly consistently. We've not beaten them away very often but we did beat them twice in the Argyle Cup away from home. So in Cups... We've got a good record against them. We've beaten them more times in the league than they've beaten us. Um, there is a gap in status now. And the real disappointment this afternoon is, is the lack of Chelsea Flanagan. Yeah, we'll, we'll come to team news in a second. But just to put this into context, obviously they're a league up. However, if you took our league with their league, it's actually only three places difference at the moment. So, I mean, they've not had, like we touched upon, not had the best of starts. We've had a good start in the league. However, in cup competitions... I suppose it, it's it's a blessing we're not playing Cheadle Town in this uh, in this yeah. first round. Yes, and of course, as you mentioned, we've never got to the second round proper. So this is a massive game for the women. It's one of the most important games in our history, I think, for the women's team, this. Uh, and then there's the financial aspect, where it's worth around about £6,000 for the winners today. That can make a hell of a difference to the club in general. Uh, the run to get here, we obviously, I think we played Wivenshaw, didn't we? Wivenshaw Amateurs. Yeah, which we covered. Uh, which we covered. And uh, in the last round, we played West Didsby and Charlton. 5-1 and, and 3-1, those, those scores. Mm-hmm. We have been here before, like you said. And we played teams. I, I remember a Liverpool team. Liverpool Feds. Liverpool Feds, that? yes. That was during COVID, wasn't it? When we commentated um, on that. Yeah, and uh, Chesterley Street, I think memory serves, when yes. we played at Avro. Yeah, that was another disappointment. So, yes, it's... Um, we, we kind of we've got to this level before and stumbled on it, but uh, who knows today? Uh, with home advantage, it's a lovely sunny day. Um, I'm guessing whoever wins the toss will want to change ends potentially because um, there is the sun in the eyes with a goalkeeper at one end. That might be a factor in the first half. Well, Ashes is about to get this game underway here for FC United. They're attacking the lightbound road in this first half. FC United looking to go. One further than they've ever gone before in the FA Cup, but in their way, it's Mersey Rail in the first round and Ashes in the sunshine of North Manchester about to get this game underway here on a sunny Sunday afternoon. Free kick to Mersey Rail. Left, left of centre, about uh, 12 yards outside the penalty area and it's Charlotte Cloy who's over this ball on her right foot. There's three players in the wall from an FC perspective. In comes the shots. Oh, and it's a, it dipped... In towards the near post area. And Donald couldn't get her hands to that ball. And with 12 minutes on the clock here, Merseyrail have taken the lead. The first shot on goal, really, Paul. It was the first shot in the game. And uh, it was well hammered in and, and just bounced awkwardly in front of the keeper who was unable to get a touch to it. Oh, there's a kick out there right in front of the referee. But we'll come back to that in a second. Reeves plays that ball in. It breaks here. Shot comes in from Ogden. Cleared. By Merseyrail, long ball over the top. Donald is out of her area and uh, gets the ball clear. It's a good pass that by Donald. Finds Chambers. Chambers now on the right hand side of the centre circle. Switches play, but uh, passes cut out. Chambers with a, a second ball forward to Hayes. Hayes flicks the ball on. Dixon is onside. The flag is up late. The flag is up late. Offside given. Very late. The ball was in the net, wasn't it? Can we come back to some of those incidents there, Paul? Was well, there a handball? It looked very suspicious. The, the kicking out in front of the referee was uh, a definite, that's for sure. Well, this free kick is in a really dangerous position. We've got a minute left of this first half, and it's right on the corner of the penalty area, about a yard outside, diagonally, from the corner of the penalty area. And it's Cloy again, and it's I think. Charlotte Cloy to take this. The last free kick she took in a dangerous area she scored from. FC United don't want to be going in at half-time. Two goals down. Cloy with this free kick. Need somebody watching that near post. In it comes. And it goes towards the back post. And it goes in off the back post. 2-0 the score. Right on half-time. And now it's a very 
Well, it's an uphill challenge from here. Obviously, Mersey Rail have got a free kick specialist here in uh, Charlotte Cloy, and uh, she scored from the near post and now the far post. And uh, poor Selby Donald didn't have a prayer with that one. It clipped the back of the post and went in. Kelly's clearance is cut out, Marsh, and uh, puts the head in. But uh, the boys kept to play by license over on that. Oh, was that offside? What's that offside to me? Uh, play continues. And Merseyrail with a shot on goal from distance. That's dipping. Hits the bar. It's going to go in here on the rebound, surely. No. Donald <laughs> gets to the ball. And that is a major let-off from FC United. I'd love to see the replay back of whether that was offside in the build-up or not. But uh, from there on in, it was all luck, <laughs> basically, from, from an FC United perspective. Merseyrail very unlucky there not to make it 3-0. Forward it comes for Merseyrail. On the halfway line, Marsh wins it back. Marsh, good ball. Yes, it gets to Dixon, but Dixon again checks her run, but uh, she gets possession back by the corner flag. Dixon crosses this ball in towards Hayes. Hayes heads it. Oh, it hits the corner of the crossbar and the post, and eventually cleared by Merseyrail. This time, Merseyrail with the let off. 2 0 the score remains, but a corner ball to FC United, which Chambers is going to take from the corner of the SMRE and the main stand. On a left foot. 11 minutes played here at Broadhurst Park in the second half. Can I see United get a goal back? Chambers crosses this ball into the back post. Oh, and there's a player there and appeals. And they're asking for the goal, but they're not getting it. No. Well, there was a load of players blocking our view. The only thing we could say after all that, FC United players were appealing, but Camp's got the ball. 2-0 the score stays. Well, FC coming very close now. Long ball played over the top. And there's Hayes. Hayes leaving off there to Dixon. Good sliding challenge though. Oh, oh, well, oh. there's a shout, isn't there? My goodness me. The tackle was made and she was on the ground and the ball rolled into her hand and she got up rather quickly as it touched it. Oh, it was Wood there with the suspected handball, <laughs> let's say. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Rigby. Rigby over the halfway line. Got to be a good ball, and it is a good ball to find Chambers. Chambers takes in a stride, checks inside into the penalty area. Chambers on the right, plays it to Dixon Shuler. It breaks to Rigby off the bar. Here's Chambers, slices it wide. And Paul, 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 Paul. How did we not score? How did we not score? Kelly with this free kick from the left-hand side on a right foot. It's a shallow one. Reeves leaves it. Breaks to Chambers. Yes. Chambers scores. And FC United have got a goal back with 15 minutes left to play. There's still time. And after all those good efforts... It was the scruffiest it, goal you could imagine. He, he swung, she swung <laughs> the left boot at it and it scuffed into the corner, but nobody cares. To throw in to FC United, Mava takes it down the line for Stockford to chase onto. No nonsense clearance, but Mava brings up the control. And Mava crosses this ball into the edge of the box. It breaks to Chambers. Chambers is going to shoot. Oh, and Dixon's offside. Flags up. Dixon's offside. She was there following up. I mean, she couldn't miss it. Hit her, basically. The save, the rebound. Shielded there by Slade. It's good play, that. Really good play from the Merseyrail player. Where's the United get the ball out? Oh, Rigby's challenge. Is there going to be a shot and goal there? Donald's behind it. Donald palms it. And it goes over the line. And that is the tie. Merseyrail scoring in the 90th minute. And I did say Merseyrail did have a goal in them. But I wasn't anticipating a goal like that, Paul, unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunate. Yet again, a shot from distance. And... Uh... This time, Selby Donald got hands to it, but just couldn't keep it out, and it slipped over the line. And uh, that's the end of the FA Cup road, I'm afraid, for FC. Lancaster rides one challenge, plays the ball in field. Merseyrail to the byline, cross comes in, defended. Second ball back with Merseyrail. Twister turning, here comes the cross to Grimes. Grimes holds up that ball. Grimes is going to turn, plays the ball back. Shot comes in, breaks to Grimes. Grimes scores, 4-1. And Merseyrail have sealed the deal. Full time here at uh, Broadhurst Park and FC United are knocked out of the FA Cup at the first round stage to Merseyrail. Merseyrail winning by four goals to one. Um, a scoreline which does flatter them. The two goals coming late in the day. FC United have had a much better second half. They've had goal disallowed. They've, had, they've hit the woodwork a couple of times. They have pushed things. 
but I do feel that first half really giving them a 2-0 head start has been the, been the problem with this tie. Yeah, they left themselves too big a mountain to climb against the side coming from a level above. If the game had been level at half-time, I think we would have gone out and, and really taken it to them in the second half with a bit of confidence. But when, you, when you, you're trying to claw back an advantage all the way through the match, I think the strain shows eventually. And I think we really, we really gave it a good go in that second half. I think James will be happy with the effort and aptitude shown in that second half. But we got to 2-1. Um, we had opportunities maybe, didn't take them. And, of course, they, they pr- produced the killer third goal, and that's, that was the end of the road. But uh, there's certainly lessons to be learned, and there were one or two absent players, to be fair, as well today that didn't help the FC cause. But uh, overall, Mersey Rail, worthy of a win, I think. Well, it's now a case of concentrating on the league for FC United, but we have played a team here who are in a higher league. Obviously, when we got relegated, they got promoted, so it's, it's difficult with that regard to assess where we are. But we have been given an indication there of what we'd need in the division above us. Well, field. we saw last season when we were in that division what the standard was, and we began to get closer to that level as the season unfolded. We started off with a void. We were so far adrift of it. We were just about coming to terms with it at the end of the season when we got relegated. Again, today, it's, it's an, a lesson for all the players into what we need to be to progress as a club in, into next season if we get promoted. We need to become a bit more streetwise as well, I think, in some of the things we do. Well, that was the key, wasn't it? There was a moment where we had two waves, I feel, of pressure and each time Merseyrail did a very good job of just knocking it on the head. They rode the wave, sometimes conceding, but they managed to kill the clock. Yeah. And, and we were saying about them kicking the ball like rugby union players into the corner. But that's what they needed to do. Play the match, Paul. Tough one, isn't it? I'm going to give it Kelly. Yeah, I suppose Kelly was worked very hard and uh, in more than one position today. She was trying all over the place. Well, we're now joined uh, by James Mulvihill, women's team manager. Uh, commiserations today. Um, we did say 4-1, flattered them with those two late goals. Yeah, it's but, flattering, flattering. But, but uh, we did give ourselves a bit of a mountain to climb in that first half. Yeah, it is. It, I wrote on the board in the in the changing rooms, don't give anything cheap. And we've given two cheap free kicks away and we've conceded both of them. Um, silly mistakes. It's going to be a lot of growth for us now from this. Like We know Merseyrail are in kind of the league above fighting for the lives kind of what we did last year and, and we want to be in that position and we've just got a bit of a, an eye-opener there of what we need to do to, be, to, to, to compete at that level. You must be pleased though with the, the second half and the drive but again it was just it was like the, the story of the game was just what could have been it was yeah. just like the final ball or just reading the passes into the box it was just oh we're nearly there just 5% yeah. I'm going to suggest yeah I'd, I'd see I'd see the, the maturity of a team like there's points in the first half especially where we're, we're kicking it long where the, the the whole team as a unit's not moved up when, when we're just creating pressure for ourselves like we're not moving up as, as a team as a unit and um, taking our chances as well I think we've hit the bar twice there yeah. Um couple of incidents there Libby Dixon she squares it it's, it's, a, it's a goal it's, it's, it's a, there's a few different incidents that come to mind but there's a spirit there's a 25-30 minute spirit in the second half where we've come we, we give a good account of ourselves and we've gone for it but at the end of the day we, we, we've not we fell short and the, the result people are going to look at result and it's going to be flattering flattering to them be like it's 2-1 90th minute and, and we're, we're knocking on the door um, and then obviously the third goal goes in there and, and heads have gone down but it's understandable but we, we know we can be better than that we, we do know we can be better than that but like I say we are missing key people today Chelsea Fanagan yeah. Kate O'Gara we really missed them today big time that was quite evident I think in the first half because mm. that was that was the one thing we, we were picking up upon it was just there was a nervousness about FC United we were giving the ball away yeah. way too much and yeah. you did something interesting at half time where you let them come out really early. Mm-hmm. Was that a case of a bit of cleverness from yourself in the fact that you're just allowing them time to soak it all up a bit more? Because yeah. We didn't settle, bit, yeah. No, there was a frantic nature that first half, and, and not in a good way. No, no, no. We, it, it's something that we've been working on for ages of, of trying to get the girls to settle. Like We've done preparation, tried to do a bunch of different things this morning to, to get them in the right frame of mind, but 
we just when we're missing key players it, 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 the girls don't settle I think it's a mentality thing of when you when you miss people in the team who, who, who people look to in key moments um, if Kirsty wasn't playing today it, it'd feel like oh we're missing someone but then again we did we were, we were frantic that's the, that's the first half was frantic I enjoyed the second half yeah. but it had a feeling like um, like Leeds did last year that game um, it, it felt like that performance the first game that popped into my brain when we went 2-0 down was Leeds United yeah, yeah. it was the same atmosphere you could feel it you could feel it building it was going to happen the fans uh, getting on board with us there like singing and chanting and you could feel it it was brewing um, and I know that Merseyvale could feel it they knew that something was on the horizon and we just we just fell short at the, the the kind of the final post and it's kind of been the story of the probably the last 12 months of FC United women a um, little bit gutted though gutted we, we wanted to kind of break the record for the women's team and yeah. get to the second round there'll be other opportunities that's the, oh, that's the thing to say but yeah. I'm going to focus on a couple of positives just to end the, this interview because mm-hmm. um, I like those story arcs that go down <laughs> and then up yeah Kelly, we give FC United player the match to I thought she was brilliant at left back once again yeah Mava when she came on yeah, quality. Turned the tide. Yeah, quality. Uh, I mean, that's... No, no, tra- 100%. I mean, I mean, I'm a big fan of full-backs who I think it's one of the best positions on the pitch yeah. for changing the games, and that's what they did. 100%. Um, You've seen it. You've seen when Corey came on second half, straight away she was being brave, and Corey came on and, and she did. Uh, she changed the game, and we had that energy down that right-hand side, especially. Um, it's just it's just a one of them. It's, it's hard to take results like that because you know you should have got some out of the game. Um, but we go again. We, we've got... We're going to take the positives now is that we've got the league action. Um, we're going to probably going to have a rest now on the 27th. A little rest for you as well. <laughs> um, and it, probably the girls need it. I've just told them then let's have Tuesday off. Uh, let's relax. Let's recuperate and let's come strong on Thursday ready for, for Blackburn. Yeah, Blackburn next. And uh, it is an old cliche. You can concentrate on the league now. Um, but we've seen it in the men's game. You know, when South Shields got knocked out of the FA Cup, their next result was a defeat at home to a team that probably should have beaten. Um, we don't want it to no. slump because that is a cliche, but it does happen. Yeah, I don't think. Do you know what? If I'm going to say it straight now, preparation this week has been has not been ideal. Um, we've had Shanice roll the ankle this week. Uh, Shanice Reeves, big player. Um, then we've got Flanagan goes out with a knee injury. Then Kate O'Gara pulls up on Thursday. We, we had people like we were wrapping everyone in cotton wool this week, and and. That's a tough one. Like when you're preparing for what's probably the biggest game of your season, it, it's a bit of a killer. Like the week before for crew, we had perfect preparation, and you just hope that um, coming this next week, Thursday, we get everyone fit, firing again, uh, have a nice fun session, um, get ourselves in the right frame of mind, and, and go again. Like the goal's still the same for us for the league. We've got ten games on the board by by Christmas. We want thirty points. Um, we do that, and there's no reason why we won't be going into national league next year. Women's team live there from Sunday afternoon. Well, that's nearly it for this week's edition of This Club Is My Club. But just before we go, just a mention for this Saturday's match for the men's team, as FC United will be welcoming Gainsborough Trinity in the league. Before the game, the club's annual Big Coat Day will be taking place to help support vulnerable people across Manchester this winter. The club are asking supporters to bring any warm winter clothing donations to the community cabin at Broadhurst Park from 11am onwards before the game. Well, that's it for this week's This Club Is My Club. A big thank you to everyone involved in FC Radio and the club as a whole. Thanks for listening and from me, Cockers, see you next time. This is FCUM Radio, officially the most popular FC United radio station in the world.